Hi, I'm Damon Frank, and you're listening to The Recovered Life Show, and this is an episode of How I Did It. Every episode, I talk with someone in recovery about how they've been able to stay sober. We dive into what their life and addiction was like and what their life in sobriety is like now. Remember, addiction is a life-threatening condition, and the information in this episode is provided as a resource only and is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. This is not a substitute when professional diagnosis or treatment is needed. Now, let's jump into the discussion and find out how they did it. I'd like to welcome you to the show. Why don't we start out by introducing yourself, tell us your name, what addiction you suffer from, and how long you've been sober. Hi, my name is Jay Keefe, and I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. I suffer from alcoholism, and I have been sober for a little over 13 years. So when you look back, when was the first time that you noticed a problem? I knew I drank differently because... Every Monday, all I thought about was Friday, and when Friday rolled around, I would drink the entire weekend as a high school student. My friends drank a little bit. They liked to party, but it was nothing to the extent that I was doing. So tell us a little bit about your life growing up. Did you have members of your family that suffered from addiction? Did you identify early on that maybe you were different? from your friends and people around you. Maybe you can share a story or an experience or a memory with us about your childhood. I grew up in a very loving home, upper middle class Boston suburb, two older sisters, a younger brother. I was the first one in my family that we know of that suffers from alcoholism. But what I noticed immediately that that when there was something wrong with me was I had a panic attack as an eight or nine year old and it it was my first panic attack. I didn't know what it was. I dropped, dropped my lunch and I just froze. I, I didn't know how to pick it up. I was afraid I was going to be late for school. I didn't know whether to run back to the house to tell my mother so she could drive me to school. And shortly thereafter, I develop, developed obsessive compulsive disorder. And I took it to a whole new level and had, I was just obsessed with being clean and neat. I would love it if you could share with us what happened. You know, what happened to your life as a result of addiction? What did your life become and how did you live your life day to day? At the end of my drinking in 2009, I was separated from my wife. I was living in my brother's boiler room which was in the basement, sleeping on a futon that was too small for me. I had become a daily binge blackout drinker. I was gainfully employed, but my shift was noon to eight, so I could sleep the hangover off in the morning. And then I started drinking at work, and I lost all sense of any type of moral values that I had prior to drinking. It was a very long, illustrious, so to speak, drinking career over 22 years. And I just knew that I was dead inside. So let's go back to your bottom, your bottom with addiction. What was going through your head the day that you decided to get sober? Did you make a decision? Was it challenging? Tell us what you were feeling and why ultimately you made that decision to try to get sober. 
on October 4th, 2009, I woke up and I was sobbing. And I remember wishing for a gun because if I had a gun, I was going to put it in my mouth and I was going to pull the trigger. I was completely hopeless. I was dead inside. I was an empty shell of a person. I got up to go to the bathroom. I had every intention of coming, going back to bed to pass out for the day. And something told me to get down on my knees and pray. And although I was raised Catholic, at that particular time in my life, I was an atheist and had denounced the Catholic religion entirely. But I didn't know what else to do, so I did, in fact, get down on my knees and I did pray. And I, I prayed to a God that at the time I didn't believe in. After you decided to get sober, what did you do? What actions did you take? You know, I'd love it if you could discuss your first month of sobriety. What worked for you? What didn't? When I very first got sober, the first thing I did that evening is I called a friend and we went to an, a 12-step meeting. I got my 24-hour chip and I was told it was suggested that I go to 90 meetings in 90 days. So I did that. The first month of my sobriety, I was restless, irritable, and discontent because all I did as far as my recovery was simply went to meetings. I didn't do anything else. I was the last one in the meeting, the first one to leave. I didn't talk to anybody, sat in the back with my hat pulled down over my head, didn't make eye contact. I couldn't stand being there, but I didn't know what else to do. I also had a lot of time on my hands. I know I didn't I knew I didn't want to drink. But even my first 18 months of sobriety were like that where I was so miserable. I didn't understand the payoff of sobriety. But it was no one's fault but my own because I wasn't doing anything. Luckily, going to a step meeting every day, at least I knew that I was in a safe place for that hour. And I just kept literally just aiming for midnight every night. I was, like I said, gainfully employed. So I had a job. I started going to the gym. That helped immensely. Get the cobwebs out of my head, etc. But I was so just, I felt like I was electrified. Everything, everything bothered me. Loud noises bothered me. Chatter bothered me. Traffic bothered me. I was just extremely irritable. We're going to hear more about how they did it after this quick break. Attention all those seeking recovery. Are you looking for a supportive, welcoming place to share your experiences and find strength in your journey? Look no further than Recovered Life's Recovery Check-In Meetings. With several meetings held throughout the week, you can choose the one that's right for you. Moderated by top recovery coaches, these meetings are open to all avenues of addiction recovery and offer a powerful opportunity for personal growth through connection with others. RSVP now by visiting recoveredlife.us and clicking on Find Your Group. Don't miss this chance to be seen and heard. Join us at Recovery Check-In and take the next step in your recovery journey. See you there. So what's it like now, now that you're sober? Tell us some things that have happened as a result of you being in recovery. The most important things that have happened to me in recovery is I finally have all the things that I need all the things that money can't buy, I have self-respect, self-love, patience, tolerance, acceptance, 
integrity, tact, grace, empathy, compassion. I have all of those things because of the 12-step work I have done. I didn't have any of those things when I was drinking. I didn't know how to grow up, so to speak, and be an adult and be an active member of society. The 12 Steps, for me personally, is a blueprint for life that I try to live every day. Two amazing things that I have done that have that come to my mind immediately is I took a six-week drive from Boston to Los Angeles and back again across the country by myself. I wanted to see the United State, States. It took six weeks, and I went to meetings in every single city I stopped, and I think I went through 25 states, stopped in 30 cities, and it was very therapeutic to be out on the road. I talked to other alcoholics every day. Like I said, I went to meetings, and that just kind of expanded me, expanded my mind, letting me know that there's more to life than Boston and that we live in an amazing, very diverse, beautiful country. And the second thing I did that was really, really powerful was I volunteered at the Wilson House in East Dorset, Vermont, which was the birthplace of Bill W., the, fo the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. I volunteered there for three months. I was the live-in innkeeper, and... I had a few chores every day, and I was allowed to go to every single seminar that happened every weekend. I went to meetings every day, and every other volunteer there um, were also in uh, recovery. So I was completely surrounded for three months straight by people who were actively looking and trying to get better and to grow as people. And... If any one thing transformed my life and my recovery, it was absolutely my stay as a volunteer at the Wilson Home. What would be your advice to someone that is deciding whether they should get sober? You know, someone might be listening to this right now and they're on the fence about if they can do it, should they get sober? Should they try? Maybe they've tried and it hasn't worked. What advice would you give to them? The best advice I can give to someone who's struggling with alcoholism or addiction is I was told this years ago and it made so much sense to me. It really hit home is if someone has a problem trying to control something, it's usually because it's out of control. I can't determine whether somebody else is an alcoholic or an addict. I only know that I am, but I've had friends approach me saying, I think I drink too much. And if they do, my best advice for them is to reach out and get help, whether it's me, another alcoholic. They may want to attend a 12-step meeting. They could talk to a priest or a pastor if they are religious. <clears throat> they could talk to a therapist. My biggest and most important piece of advice is if you do think you have an issue with alcohol or an unhealthy relationship with alcohol and you do want to stop and you're on the fence, do it. Do it, do it, do it. It's going to save your life. You're, growing, you're going to learn things about yourself you never knew. And it's, it's one of the most profound, difficult things, yet necessary things, that you can do for yourself, your family, your loved ones, and your recovery. And I promise, 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 promise you this, whoever you are listening, that you can't do it alone. I couldn't do it alone. 
I don't know anybody who could. And there is a myriad of help out there for you. You just, and it, I know, believe me, I've been there. It, it, the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my entire life would it, was admit I was an alcoholic and ask for help. And I struggled with it, but I did it, and it was absolutely the best thing I ever could have done. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life. Recovered Life is a peer support network with direct access to top recovery coaches, content, community, and quality peer support meetings that can be accessed virtually. Whether you're pursuing a 12-step program, not involved in 12 steps, spiritual, agnostic, atheist, or just trying to figure it out, you're welcome here. Sign up today and access unlimited group meetings for only $19.99 a month. And because we know you'll love it, we're offering you your first 30 days for free. Don't wait. Visit recoveredlife.us and become a member today.